Hello's everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Monday, ready to do some podcast and find us everywhere you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is... The folding chair. And the unofficial sport. Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Uh, and today's podcast is sponsored. Okay. It is sponsored by Glorious Gifts Galore. The best kept secret in Clayton County, Georgia. Mm-hmm. It's black owned and it's family owned since 1997. Um, look, it's it's Christmas time. Okay. It's, it's holiday season. What is holiday without gifts? Okay, and these aren't just any gifts. We're talking about handmade gift baskets, gifts for all occasions. If you live in a local area in the Clayton County, Georgia, you can use DoorDash and go pick it up. You can get delivery. If you don't, they'll mail it to you. They 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 ship nationwide in the continental U.S. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can find the perfect gifts even outside of the Christmas menu. Just hit shop all and click on shipping under how to get it. Okay. The gourmet gift baskets make excellent Secret Santa and white elephant gifts. Be the shit at your Secret Santa. Okay? That's what I'm saying. All right? Because I know I I was talking about it yesterday on the show. When I used to do Secret Santa, and they'd be like, oh, $10 limit. Not me. No, not me. I would give above and beyond. And you know what? Everybody liked my gift. Mm-hmm. And they fought over it. And I like chaos. Okay? <laughs> They were stealing my gift from each other. They was mad at the uh, little Rudy Poop gifts they got from other people. It was amazing. <laughs> be that person. Be like me. And you ain't even got to spend a whole check over there because you can use code TBGWT and get 10% off. The code is already active and will be good until Christmas Eve. But make sure you order by the 15th of December. Today is the 11th. Got a few more days. You only got a few more days. I wouldn't push it to the end. I would mm-hmm. order it tonight if I was you. And keep in mind, when you go to GloriousGiftsGalore.com and you use code TVGWT, you're also a reflection on us, okay? Because this y'all shows make us look good. the people that advertise with us always say, man, I love advertising with y'all show. Mm-hmm. Y'all actually have listeners that come through and use our products. Yes. We had Loot Crate. We had so many people, you know, come through. Big corporate sponsors, Bevel, all these people. Wow, I can't believe, you know, the traction y'all get with such a small podcast. Comedians. Oh, my God, man. It's always a blackout tips person at all my shows. That's crazy. Well, same thing for this, and we're talking about a black-owned, family-owned, small business. Mm-hmm. Hit them up, GloriousGiftsGalore.com, code TBGWT, get 10% off, order by the 15th so you can get it by the holiday season, by Christmas. All right. You ready to get into the show, show? If you are. All right. I don't know. Do you have, I know it's only been less than 24 hours. Do you have any new banter and stuff? I actually do. Okay, I, I all was right. Prepared this time. All right. Well, give me a second. I need to, you know, I have to play some music so we can, uh, in case I want to throw an advertisement in here later. Yeah, I've, um, I've been paying attention lately. You know, <laughs> to uh, my life. <laughs> <laughs>
ready for Fonte to rap over there. All right, Karen. Yes. Give me some banter me. Yes, the first banter. We was at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And while we was at the grocery store, you know, the, the lines got kind of, you know, lengthy. Because, like, most grocery stores, they understaff and shit like that. And then when they get, like, these Russia people, all of a sudden you got to pull the people at the back, pull the people, you know, you got, you know, trying to close the store down up front because y'all want to run two people. Uh, one, one basically checking out for all the groceries, and then the one person is running, like, the four registers by themselves. Mm-hmm. And so – uh, we were busy and stuff like that. And so while we were there, I happened to look up and I, I looked at this sign. I was like, this is ridiculous. They had a sign that says no senior discount at self checkout. And I read that and I'm not, I'm not on get senior discount, but I got mad. Cause I was like, if I was an older person that happened to use the discount, because you know, a lot of times I might have just one item or two mm-hmm. items. So because you show short staff, you don't want me to harass the one person running the four residents. Be like, give me my goddamn discount. I got standing in the line. That's dumb. Okay, so here's why I would say it's not dumb. This is their reasoning. I'm guessing because you can't trust people to actually be seniors and use the right discount. Oh. It's like when people buy movie tickets and they'd be like, I'll take two child tickets, and then of course they're full ass adults. Uh, oh, so, so with they the probably have, which tells you a lot about automation and stuff. It may be one of the few things actually keeping people employed is uh, the fact that uh, people be lying and stealing. So <laughs> yeah, they like, do. You know. Um, now that being said, I feel like they should still be able to do it. Um, I can show you what, my ID. What I would guess is happening is also like old people probably don't be know how to do the self checkout, or uh, maybe like you okay. know they may have more questions or whatever, and it's like. They have, they have, they're so, I guess, understaffed or bare staff. You self checkout essentially means one employee watching four or five registers. It's such bullshit. Right. Cause it's not really cutting down on. It's actually more work on that one employee. Yeah, that one employee has mm-hmm. to do more work. I realized now. that I was like, okay, instead of you just running your one resident, now you're fucking running four of them and you got to check somebody because they ran they ran alcohol somebody else thing ain't wearing right somebody else you got to punch 4011 for bananas because nobody they don't know what the fuck the code is but and i know that because i worked at the grocery store after, yeah, after, after a while you start memorizing them numbers but if you don't work there you don't know yep um another thing uh uh for me is i don't know if it's a gen- genetic thing or what placebo effect if everybody's just lying mandela effect but um <laughs> I cannot taste paprika in stuff. I cook all the time. I use it all the time. I feel like I'm just adding it for color. I don't think I'm adding it well, mostly because I feel like, oh, mm, mm, the paprika is hitting this week. It's and I've tried the, the different ones, the smoky paprika. I've tried it all. I mean, unless I'm going to like try to put it down my throat for like a, a, a some type of a TikTok challenge, it's, I don't think I can taste that shit. It's and I, I wonder if we're all just like living a lie. When you know it make people feel like they could cook to be like, mm, add some paprika to these eggs, set it off. I'm like, it just set off the red. It just yeah, that's you added some red. Now mm-hmm. you got a little brownish eggs. You you didn't actually you didn't do anything. Yeah, that's why a lot of times if you think about paprika, some things is, is cooked in the food, but most of the things, guess what they tell you to sprinkle the paprika across it, and it's normally something that's yellow. Like yeah, like I made eggs. some buttermilk chicken um, last night. Uh, you brine it, and uh, shout out to my girl, um, uh, the Lord, uh, Olivia from Chicago. 
Uh, almost went all the way back to Twib and called a ratchet lawyer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> but uh, that name is always stuck in my head. Don't ask me why, baby. Shout out to my girl Olivia though, because she had sent me this recipe a long time ago, and I use it all the time. But it's buttermilk chicken, and essentially you brine the chicken overnight or for at least a couple hours in buttermilk and a couple other things, and then uh, you cook it. Chicken is so soft. I love it. It's so good. Um, but it's. One of the last things is like sprinkle it with paprika. I'm like, that's just for color. That's it. It's no like I can't Spr- taste it. Sprinkle a little red on it. Yeah, mm, <laughs> paprika. Oh my god. I don't think I know what it tastes like either. And shout out to the asshole on Twitter who I said, yeah, I'm brining this chicken and buttermilk. Can't wait to cook it tomorrow. And then they hit me up the next like two days later. Like, uh, isn't brine more of a like sea salt type of thing? You can't brine chicken and buttermilk. And I'm like, Google it. Yes, you can. And then they Google it's like, well, I consider that more of a marinade. Well, whoop did fucking motherfucking do for you, nigga. Right. The chefs and everybody in the cooking world calls it brining in buttermilk because it can be done. I don't know what the I don't know why can't people just be like, I was wrong. You hit me with some new information. Or I just didn't know. I thought I knew. Ugh, I hate the internet. <laughs> Because, like, I didn't want to argue with this nigga, and right. I don't want to ever be snappy, but it's like, oh, my God, bro. Like, this ain't my fight. I don't actually give a fuck <laughs> right. what you enough. called it. I just called it the correct technical thing. Why are you still going back with me two, three <laughs> days late? Bro, I'm not. I don't care. <laughs> they want the interaction. I, I didn't start this. And there's some ass, not asshole, someone trying to be nice was like, and honestly, I think we should stop gatekeeping between the da I didn't start this. I did not. I didn't gatekeep shit. This motherfucker wanted to start a debate <laughs> over what they consider <laughs> marinade versus fucking brining. And I'm sorry, bro. I didn't create cooking. I'm not. I didn't create the chef terms. It don't matter to me. Yeah. But now we got to go through this because you can't let the shit go. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. That's about as bad as me. And, and I know uh, I know I'm the person. I, and I don't actually even talk about this because people have their feelings about this. Uh, pasta sauce and marinara sauce is the same thing to me, bitch. But a lot of people go, no, it's different. And, I, and there is a difference in it. I'm but not, I that's, don't care. That's the opposite of what I'm saying, Karen. That's... I'm saying it. I it's I called it brining because that's what it is. It's like if I called it pasta sauce because that's what the fuck it say on the can. Take it up with Mr. Pasta Sauce. I'm not Chef Boy RD. <laughs> This this is a this is just me saying what I did. What in the fuck? I hate that shit. That's how people lie. Uh, something that I realized, y'all know I've been playing a lot of video games. So something that I realized. I wish that animals in real life would behave like animals in video games. You know, sometimes they have animals. I don't play these games. Sometimes they have animals that might attack you or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the games I play, the animals are like obedient. You know, I, you pet them, a little heart pops above their head. They don't, you know, they don't scratch up. They don't attack you. You know, you ain't got to clean up poop and fur and all mm-hmm. those things that you have to do with the animal. You know, most times they don't get sick because it's a video game or anything like that. And I wish that uh animals act behaved in real life like they do in video games i know pet owners will think so too yeah i mean everything in video games really mm-hmm. i mean it's pretty much better um for my next one i'll say uh all my people that's in relationships and i think this i, I count friendships as relationships too i know it's they not are. romantic but they're a type of relationship mm-hmm. um 
but specifically also romantic relationships. That's what I was thinking about when I said this. Don't forget to like each other because it's important and it's easy to get to a point where you feel like I already got you. So why should I have to keep winning you every day? Or why should I have to keep, you know, keep you liking me? Right. Um, like we have love and love is just baseline. I'm not saying it's the minimum love gets you through a lot of shit, yes, you know, but you know, the way you can love somebody, but not, you know, people be loving each other, but they're not together anymore. Right. They're not, you know, uh, relationships change and stuff. Mm -hmm. And love, so love change. is important. You know, love to me is like, when you see people that are like, we co-parent and we're a good unit, but we're not together anymore. Like that's, they still love each other. They still got love. It's just a different type of love, but liking somebody that's where the work comes in and wanting to be liked is where the work comes in. Mm -hmm. And we do that all the time, you know, job situations, friend situations, social situations. We put out that vibe, want to be liked. And I know it's like, I don't want to do the work in my own home. I should be able to just relax and just like not do any effort. But mm -hmm. I don't really think that's what a relationship is. Um, I think it's a promise to put the effort in to this person every day. You know, like it doesn't stop being effort and stop being work is i'm not saying you shouldn't feel at peace and at home and stuff i'm not saying the whole thing should be stressful but just don't forget man because like that i feel like when you lose that that's the hardest thing to, for people to get back and people want to feel wanted and want to feel like and they want to feel like and i feel like you know that's a that's a, a major thing so um it was just something i was thinking about today because you know people often ask like you know about our relationship and how do you do it and no 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 i'm like you know not that it's more important than loving somebody but kind of is more important i still mm -hmm. like my wife and she still likes me and mm -hmm. i think you know once you you if you don't put in the work and the time and the check-in to make sure that's still happening that shit will go away and then you'll just be like two roommates that love each other but it ain't you know it ain't the same as when you when you like them you know yeah and also it's one of those things i kind of do like and appreciation need to be clumped up in one because a lot of times what i've realized just me observing other people's relationships people take the invisible work for granted and when you take invisible work for granted and people don't feel appreciated, they don't feel liked and they don't feel loved, mm -hmm. you know. And I, I know people have a tendency to bypass that, but that's a very important part of yeah, the process. Yeah, appreciation is part of liking somebody and having them like you back, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about putting in the work to make somebody like you back. or to, Like, you need to like them and you need to do things that make them continue to like you because I think – once that is gone, man, you just you see it all the time where it's like people's relationships die and they don't even know when it happened. And it's like because I just stopped putting in that work or I, you stopped putting in that work or I just started assuming like we're just what well, we have love, you know, so it, it's not like I don't love you like like some of the work is evidence of the love you know it is the household stuff it is a uh, paying for stuff or whatever but you know it's like you know we had that person that wrote in a while ago that was like i haven't been in a, on a date with my wife in x amount of years and i'm like you you know why because you go on dates with people you like and people you want to like you you should never stop dating your wife mm -hmm. if, if 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 you know like if that's important to you if it's important i, to you. I you didn't you find the time you know it doesn't have to be every night it doesn't but something like 
I think I think it's so important, and honestly, you know it's important because when people are first getting together, what are they doing? A bunch of shit to get each other to like each other. Mm-hmm. A bunch of shit. So once you stop putting that time and that effort in, I think it just becomes very transparent. And so, uh, you know, and I'm not, and this is not a money thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not this like I'm not talking about some ex- like, and then we had to go on a trip around the world. I mean, just be little shit. It's just little shit. Conversations, laughter. Uh, jokes, playfulness, mm-hmm. teasing, all that shit is just all of that stuff yes. is stuff. Think about the people in your life that you like, right? Um, because like your friends, your coworker, whoever it is, or the people that you would like to like you, you know, people, for whatever reason, people want their coworkers to like them might, might just be a financial reason, but you still put in that work. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like my girl told James Baldwin, lie to me, you know? So you still put in that work and, our society in America is so fucking weird because mm-hmm. it pushes all this stuff about getting together and dating and courtship. I mean, look at all the reality shows. and then, But then as soon as people get together, it's like we promote the unhealthy shit, you know, the blue face, the Christian shit, the, the fucking all these reality shows where, where y'all, you know, I see the tweets every Sunday trending about why are they talking to each other like that? And it's like, we glorify the wrong shit once people are together mm-hmm. somehow. With mm-hmm. and I, this is this is not just for cis head uh, monogamous relationships. I'm talking about I've all seen it across the board types of relationships. Even your friends, you start taking them for granted. And one of the things we do in our society is we push people to say once you're familiar with somebody, it's actually corny to still like them. Right. You know, how many people that old ball in the chain? How many people have asked me over my lifetime? It's it's um it's almost fucking annoying, but if we're the outlier, we're the outlier. But how many, how can you talk to your wife every day, mm-hmm. nigga? How can't you? It, why would you marry somebody you feel like you can't talk to every day? How you work with your wife? Mm-hmm. We're we're the best partners we're gonna have. You know, I get distance and space. I'm not saying that's not a that's not healthy, but this idea of like there should be a level of disdain. You know, uh, your your wife's your best friend. That's corny. Lo- well, love should be corny then. Yeah. It should be so corny you don't give a fuck. Like yeah, that's, yes. that's the yeah. best part of it is mm-hmm. I okay, so I'm corny. Okay, nigga, we're okay. happy over here. Chat. You be real cool and miserable, my G. Keep it up. You got it, you know, cause me and Roger do a bunch of of corny shit uh together. Like we really do. We we're both different levels of nerd. But we're both nerds in our own way. Um, you know, uh, and we love, you know, different things together and separate because I think when it comes to relationships, a lot of people think they're going to lose their individuality. Right. And so they fight really hard for the individuality and individuality for some people means winning, if that makes sense. Yeah, and, 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 and that, that to me, I feel like this is just me personally. I feel like my partner needs to be somebody that I can talk to, depend on. They need to be somebody that I can lean on, somebody I can laugh with, somebody mm-hmm. I can enjoy the most silliest things with, and I don't have to turn myself on. I can be myself at all times because the thing about your mate, uh, your mate will see you in different stages of your life. Your mate will see you happy, sad, depressed, all that stuff. If, if, you, if you're close enough, your mate should see you go through these phases and, and y'all should go through these phases together, in my opinion. I know everybody feels like that differently, blah, 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 blah. And I know sometimes people meet people when they're older in life. So a lot of life experiences they've experienced without their partner. 
But once you decide that you're going to, quote unquote, in my opinion, have a partner, there's going to be some things you'd have got to soften. And that's very, very hard for people to do is to let people in and to be vulnerable and yeah, open I, up and I, things I, like that. I just think like the, the way you your friend hits up your phone and you see the text or you see the notification and you're like, I can't wait to talk to this person or, you know, happy. You, you got to keep that in your relationships, too. Um uh, anything else for Banner? Yes. Uh, my last one. I wonder if people who made movies and predictions like in the 1980s, you know, because a lot of those people mm-hmm. aren't around. Some of those people aren't around. I wonder if they was to come back, they would be disappointed that we don't have flying cars, that we're not living mm-hmm. like the Jetsons. I, I've always wondered that. I've always wondered would they, I know they would be amazed by some things, but I wonder would they be disappointed by some things and would and, and we're like, and we'll be like, I thought y'all would be further along, human beings. I'm actually playing a video game, uh, Power Watch Simulator, and I'm playing a level that's about Back to the Future. So there's a lot of jokes about stuff as I'm cleaning up the Back to the Future set and all this stuff. Aww. And one of the jokes uh, that they're talking about is the stuff in that movie happened in 2015. Like they went to the future. The flying cars was 2015. Jaws 19, the movie was 2015. Um, it's, so it's just funny to see, like, make fun of those predictions that didn't come true. But yeah, that's a great point. Uh, my last thing is this: um, speaking of movies, movie length is part of the problem mm-hmm. with with the box office too. Yes, it is. And I know people are gonna be like, "How enough?" But I'm telling you, on a couple of levels, 90 minutes because. I'm not saying 90. I don't know the right number. I'm not trying to solve it. Okay? Understand. I'm not trying to solve it. But these directors are really getting indulgent with these movie limbs. And you could have made an argument for some of these tentpole franchise movies that were, like, combining, like, three, four, five, you know, like, oh, okay, we we got to combine a bunch of storylines and spinoffs into a, a DC film because it's got TV properties and da-da-da-da. Okay, maybe it gets long because you're so ambitious. I'm not even saying that's a good thing, but it gets long because it's the combination of 12 movies instead of one. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But there's a lot of these one-off artsy movies that are just getting fucking long, man. Yes. Um, I saw today that Dune Part 2 might be over like two hours, 45 minutes to three hours, 15 minutes. And last one came to streaming. It was in the theater for a little bit, but you could stream it pretty fairly quickly, which is why I didn't see it in the theater. And it looks great on my home TV, all that shit. Uh, This one's probably going to have a longer run in the theater because they're trying to get you to go to the theater and get money that way. But I won't be shocked if this shit does not pull in major money. And knowing how the box office is already a little bit struggling, I think there's some things that have to be considered. And considering that a lot of these directors that shit on the MCU, when they get to make their projects, their Killers of the Flower Moon is over three hours, and you're like, how you any fucking different? This is just as bloated. It's just as egotistical. Right. It's just as self-indulgent. You couldn't find a way to tell this story in less than three and, and a half hours or some shit like that. You know, t- it's Tarantino and all this stuff. And and what I think is interesting is, because uh, I said this on Twitter, so of course people had, you know, their counterpoints. But one of the counterpoints was like, well, look at Oppenheimer. I'm like, one, Oppenheimer and that Barbie shit was not what the marketing was supposed to be. Mm-mm. Christopher Nolan, who I love, but very egotistical white dude, very self-assured, 
but he's uh, he believes in the theater and IMAX and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why he put that he got he ended up being so mad at, um, at WB or whatever that he wanted to leave because he was like put my shit in theaters. I, he wanted tenant in the theaters longer and stuff. Yes, he like did. he like he's that kind of guy. And people are like, well, clearly if Oppenheimer made almost a billion dollars, then movie length means nothing. I'm like, no. Just because that one was the outlier, go back and look at the rest of them. Killers of the Flower look Moon the did not pull in them. that bank like that. Napoleon. Um, yeah, and it's not just... And the thing is, if I would have said this, not talking about Doom, but talking about Fast and Furious X, which was also over two hours. Right. People would have said, yes, you're right, it's getting too long. But there's like this weird protection of like the white man director movie where we're like, no, nah, we can't make any complaints about that. And you know why I blame for it? Not the directors, not the theaters. I actually think it's the streamers. And here's why. Because the streamer, when you look at these very long indulgent movies, like uh, I forget the one Scorsese made for Netflix, but it's also like four hours or some mm-hmm. shit. Um, I think those streamers are like, who gives a fuck? Cause they're gonna write a blank check, whatever it takes to get eyeballs and people logged into Netflix or Apple or whatever. Mm-hmm. We don't care. We're not even really making our money from this. Like we're this isn't about selling tickets. It's about shareholders, investors, and a bunch of other shit. And I really think that's why these movies like they don't. They just tell the director do whatever the fuck you want to do. It don't matter right how long it is, and we're not worried about a box office return. Um, and because there's a couple, handful of directors who actually can pull it off in the theater, like they make something long and they reap the benefits of making something long. Because obviously, and it's not a long list. I hope people understand yeah, that too. It, it's, I mean, it's fucking James Cameron. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. In this case, Christopher Nolan. You know, but I, I mean, what happened with Tenet? You know, so you can't. It's. I think also there's a denial of this fucking everything we said about the pandemic and the movie theaters and why people aren't going as much. You know, um, someone was, I have to go read it, but someone sent me like a PDF file to be like, well, certain uh, industry things are saying that the movie box office is doing good. It's just not enough movies are getting put out in the theater these days. But the amount of money per movie is good is about the same. And I said, I have to dig into that because how much of that is because tickets cost more. Right. You know, I, I mean, anecdotally, I go to the, we go to the theater more than most people. We do. Uh, it don't we, be fooling there no more. We go way, y'all. We go way above average. And it, we used to, you know, at least a few times a year go in there and have a packed showing. Yes, even at the early showings, y'all know how they started doing took Wednesdays and Thursday nights. We would hit that bitch up at four, four thirty, five o'clock, and it would literally be packed. Not no more. So yeah, I just thought that was like an interesting way of i don't want to say twisting it or whatever but Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like the movie limps are fucking people up especially when you throw in the streaming because the streamers let the movie be any length because they like fuck it we just want a prestige film from scorsese or whoever Mm -hmm. and then they're like and when it's time for it to be watched at home it'll be exclusive to us anyway so like we win best of both worlds you want to watch oppenheimer you can only do so on hbo max that's how I think they're approaching the shit. And I think, you know, that has an effect too. Can it be quantified? Is it the only factor? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But it plays people a start, role. Yeah, people were like, oh, well, you can't explain it just by length. I'm not saying it's just length. Mm-mm. I'm just saying these fucking directors and these passion projects, have they have no limits anymore. There is, like, 
the thing Somebody that used to rain them in a bit, like, hey, 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 cut some of this shit out. Yeah, the thing about the like artist versus studio that has lost a lot in the translation is that when a studio's doing its job, it's actually good. It is. Like if they do their job from a good place, there are times where they're like, hey, James Cameron, we can't make this movie four hours. Mm-mm. Nobody's hey, going to sit here and watch this. Zack Snyder, hours. don't nobody want to see four hours of this. You got to cut this down. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes they save a movie because yeah. they intervene. So yeah, it's not all the studios, the bad guys and the directors are the good guys and they always know the right thing. It can be indulgent both ways. Yeah, it it's, it's ends up being a collaboration uh, because it takes a lot of moving parts to get it done. And I know a lot of times people shit on executives, but sometimes executives be right. Sometimes right. they might be like, y'all know what, break this up, make this two separate movies versus, you know, sitting here watching this shit for, you know, four or five hours straight. And a lot of times when shit goes to the theaters from the executive perspective, they're like, how much money can we make? So they go, how many times a day does this movie theater show it? If something is fucking four hour long, you, you that limits the amount of replay time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, that's it for my banter. Same. Um, I have a sports take, but I think I'll save it for balls deep. But just looking at some of the commentary around Zion Williamson, sports is the last place you can call people fat. That's that's it. I've, come, come. Uh, it's going to like the amount of vitriol towards Zion Williamson is not really about basketball at no, this point. No, it's not. Um, and and I I think it's just here's the last place we can just call motherfuckers fat and be mean about it, and everybody laughs at the person, and we can pretend that no, it's because I'm so concerned about sports. Mm-mm. Like, fuck out of here, man. Right. I can I can read between the lines. Uh, all right, let's do some news. Uh, we got we got a cut out at six today mm-hmm. so let me see what kind of news okay cool we got some news let me play a little bit of music favorite beats we have hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. A uh, Texas woman who sought court order to get an abortion says she will leave the state for the procedure because they going back and forth playing games. She actually has a uh, um, a pregnancy where um, her the ba- the child is not going to make it no matter what. Oh, yeah. So they already knew that um, it's a fatal diagnosis. Um, she's around twenty weeks pregnant. Texas has one of the most restrictive abortion laws. 
she got like you know the right to do it from one judge and another judge came in and said nah All fuck right, that you're wasting time now they're waiting a decision from texas supreme court and that's about, a whole point to waste time yeah and so she uh Due to her ongoing deterioration and her of her health condition, she's now forced to seek medical care outside of Texas. I'm, I bet they have a law about that, or they're trying to pass a law about that. I guarantee it in Texas. Um, so basically, you, you're going to sit here and watch this woman die, and y'all going to feel justified in your actions. But you're pro life, though, right? Right. Exactly. Um, especially considering this child will not make it. Correct. Like you're literally just saying die. Yeah, both of you die, basically. Die for my principles. Right. You know, it reminds me of this fucking great, great David Cross joke, man. I, and I I can't do it justice. I honestly um, will, will, will bastardize this joke because it's been so long since I uh, did it, uh, since I listened to it. But I think it was on, um, I think it was called like Stop Crying You Fucking Baby or some shit like that. It's it's an it's a, a old David Cross album. Um, but but uh the joke was like about a a a very christian sounding white lady who was like on the phone telling somebody that they couldn't do um assisted suicide no matter how fucked up and painful their life was but it was just just like well i'm sorry but i'm but no like that's how it feels it's like this kind of weird trying to throw religion your religion on someone else's body like if look if you have the principles that you would die for this fine so be it you know like that's fine i hey no one can stop you from from saying i don't care um and, i even if the baby will has a terminal illness and it might kill me to deliver the baby i'm gonna do it anyway that's your body your yeah, choice correct and people have been making that decision for a very long time but let them make that choice yeah, so I I just remember, you know, listening to, like, this old album, um, and I, I really think it was called, like, Stop Crying Fucking Baby or something like that, or uh, I, I had to Google it or something, but um, I just I just remember that joke and being like, this is so fucking smart. Uh, uh, yeah, Shut Up You Fucking Baby, that's it, from 2002. Um, and I love that album, man, that joke. It, go look it up. I, it's not on streaming. You had to find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it appears to be like a two, uh, two track album or something. But man, so God, he's one of the funniest people in the world. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, so I get it. I will leave too, and I do worry that they'll either pass a law or do something because what the threat was essentially is. Even if you could find a doctor to do this procedure in the time, in the limited time between when the one judge panel was like, you can do it. And the other one was like, no, there's penalties to the doctors where they can be like, okay, well, the doctor's going to jail now. That's why people, and that's the whole purpose. The next judge decided that, fuck that. Mm-hmm. And, that and, and, and you're losing. And I was reading, I, was, I saw an article that the headline was basically like, you're losing the whole generation of OGBYNs because they cannot perform all the things that they need to do to properly take care of people with uteruses. Yeah, you're going to, I mean, we've read stories about people basically losing the uh, ward for the for child care in certain counties and stuff because of things like this. Like, people playing politics like it has no fucking consequences. Yeah, and the people that's making decisions don't give a fuck about the consequences. Right. Uh, Kevin McCarthy is departing from Congress after being ousted as House Speaker. 
good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who gives a fuck? Um, now, I think, actually, you know who does give a fuck? Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love to see the infighting. Because that was his way of saying, well, y'all don't want me there. Fuck y'all. I'm not running again. Um, because it's not just that, but they're scared that he may lose that. They may lose that seat somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they do. Mm-hmm. Um, me too. But I love the chaos of them having to worry about it instead of us having to worry all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Um, then the thing with Kevin McCarthy, I find interesting is he does just, just he's doing something. I'm surprised at because I haven't really seen a Republican with the courage to do this. But now that he's out of power, um, he's talking that shit. Mm-hmm. Because now it don't matter no more, right? He's warning about Trump and his political retribution and him trying to be a dictator. Yeah, because he was like, the fuck you going to do? I'm not coming back. Yeah, you know, um, like I thought it was it was interesting because I, I don't think he's a hero. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't I don't see this as anything necessarily positive for him. But I do think it's interesting to see um, him end up talking about this stuff. Uh, you know, he talked about how um, it, it, there's a viral video. I'll play it for y'all. Um, give me one second to pull it up. But there's a viral video where he talks about how basically uh, bad the the Republican Party is compared to the Democrats. And when you look at the Democrats, they actually look like America. When I look at my party, we look like the most restrictive country club in America. Like now he want to say it. Now, I don't respect it because mm-hmm. this was true when you were in power. <laughs> yes. And you were a craven coward like most of the other Republicans who just loves power more than you love the truth or people or any principle. And so now that you've been basically annexed from power, oh, now you want to talk your big shit. Now that you're leaving, here you go. Yeah, when well, your voice don't really I'm not impressed by them, it. Right? You know, even when it was uh, McCain's daughter, mm-hmm. um, I wasn't impressed by it, uh, but I was more impressed by it than this. Cause at least she had something to lose when she talked that shit. Mm-hmm. Like she talked that shit and talked her way right out out of the office. Yeah, she was willing but to she, take a stand. But she was right. willing to be, and, not, and she's not a friend of black people, not a friend mm-hmm. of Democrats, not a friend of America, in my opinion. But, but she was like, "Fuck she that." She was like, "Fuck Trump," and yes. I'll die on that hill. And if I lose something, I lose something. McCarthy lost his seat in the most craven way. Like he was still running and still scared, and it just happened to lose his seat. Uh, even though he was doing everything he could to capitulate to his party while also trying to run the government. And his party is a party that doesn't want to run the government. Mm-mm. So he had to go. Right. But yeah. Good riddance. Bye. Um, Cardi B says she's single now. So confirms her split from Offset, I guess. Okay. Um, I don't know if we've seen, like, any actual, like, divorce filing type things but we know that offset one there's always like people accusing offset of cheating with them and shit like that the latest one being Blueface accused christian rock of allegedly creeping with offset offset responded basically saying no to hell i don't even know her i ain't never talked or touched that lady real talk man you need some help that's what he said you just crashing out making up shit uh Rock also responded. So, yeah, but the and and they look, 
Blueface and Christian, who knows? They doing so much for content, and they are definitely what I like to call domestic violence influencers. So mm-hmm. I'm not really taking them for anything. Mm-hmm. But I just think it's interesting that I wonder, because Cardi B was on her live talking about it, and then she also said she almost talked about it before on her live. And I wonder if that's when she was like, I don't share my my bad stuff mm-hmm. with people because people you know would just look down at me and be like you doing too much like you too privileged to be having and i wonder if that's when she was thinking about telling everybody possibility because you know she does have that parasocial relationship mm-hmm. with her fans where she goes on instagram live and tells them her business mm-hmm. and i wonder if she wanted to tell people this but knew it would be an image bad look plus there's a lot of pressure just socially from the same pressures that we all subscribe to with marriage but also socially for her with like Nicki Minaj and Stan culture and all this shit like ha 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 bitch you got divorced we was right your man don't respect you he cheating on you and all that type of shit so maybe that's why she didn't tell us but yep we know now yes we do um, and only time you know time will tell because true you now joke aside you never know mm-hmm. you know because all the time i've had relatives and married divorce married divorce the same part so like true. you just don't do and we don't know. even know why they split for sure all right um and or if they're gonna get back together because they split right. one time before and end up getting back together like it's so also you never know it's also interesting that like they put out that song jealousy and i wonder we'll never know but my mind goes to a place of wondering what was going on in their relationship when they put that song out. Because yeah. that song is basically like, we don't have relationship problems. Here we are. We got a song together. Y'all the ones that speculating and don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. And then it's like, mm, y'all still got divorced. Like, or y'all admit to splitting right. not too long after that. So, hmm. um, Now, Offset also made the news because he did not go on Kai Sinat, who is the guy who... You remember from shutting down like Times Square basically because he was gonna do a yeah, PlayStation getting, Five giveaway. Yeah, end up get, it caused a big ass chaos because you had all these young people but literally flood the city and they was like, "Hey, now you can't do this." Yeah, he's super popular, mm, super popular. Mm, like you do something like that, that shit got to be organized, baby. People our age don't might not no, even know no, who he is. Correct. But he's super fucking popular, and one of the things he does is stream a lot, like mm-hmm. with Twitch and all this stuff. And so he has this thing called the prison stream, a jail stream. So what it is is it he sets it up to look like he's in jail, basically, but he's streaming the whole time. And, like, it's you know, people come on and hang out during the stream and all this stuff. And Offset, I guess, was asked, but he um, he didn't go on the stream, and people thought I, I it was because – people thought it was because – Sinat, uh, Kai Sinat said he didn't really like Offset's album, set it off. So people were like, oh, you just don't want to go on the stream because you're mad that he don't like your album. But Offset said that's not why. He said, I didn't do the jail thing because I really had to think about it. I really come from that. It's really bros and homies struggling with that. It's not really a game. It's a serious thing. I understand content. I salute it. I just couldn't be a part of that content because if y'all remember, I come from that. Yeah, and I could see other people seeing that too and going, this is not funny. I don't think you should be doing this. You could stream with anything in the fucking background. What is this, bro? Uh, Offset has spent months in jail while his group, the Migos, was blowing up in 2015. He was arrested again in 2018 for felony gun possession. Um... 
But yeah, he said, I didn't want to answer to the bros. And I get it, because I can see why that shit ain't funny. Mm-mm. And of course, you know, there's a bunch of stuff that is funny to people that's never really truly been through it. Right. And some people are even able to gallows humor laugh at stuff they have been through. Mm-hmm. But I can see why somebody would be like, yeah, it's too much for me. Right. Um. And uh, who news? Oh, shit. I like that. Who news? New segment. I call it who news. Uh, Quando Rondo was arrested facing federal drug charges. Now you know, rapper. Karen? Who? And is it a rapper? It is rapper Quando Rondo. Okay. Um, who news? Yes, I like this. He was right. I knew you would. (laughs) You love not knowing. Nope. Uh, Quando Rondo was arrested Friday and faces federal drug charges. The Georgia rapper was taken into custody while riding as a passenger in a car that was pulled over. The traffic stop was made with the intention of arresting Quando. None of the other occupants in the car were taken into custody. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> right? You don't know what they taken out. You're not even driving. <laughs> They're like, you who me? No, no, no. Mm-mm. You, you, you. Nobody else? Nope. We ain't worried about the Y'all want to search everybody? See if we got weapons and drugs? Nope. nope. Uh, Quando, whose real name is Taquion Terrell Bowman. Definitely black. Where does the Rondo come from? Mm-hmm. He was uh, indicted this summer along with 18 other individuals on state gang and drug charges. Man, Georgia and they motherfucking Rico, boy, they hitting everybody. First Young Thug and them, like, this don't even sound like it got something to do with that trial. It sounds like some another different Rico gang. Oh, completely different, right? He also is accused of violating the Street Gang Terrorism and Prevention Act because of his involvement with the Rolling 60 Street Gang. Prosecutors allege Quando told another defendant to negotiate weed prices and then travel to Macon, Georgia to pay the supplier. Good luck to Quando Rondo. Okay. Good luck to you, baby. All right. Hopefully his his family member, Rohan Rondo, can get him out. Okay. I know he likes to assist people. Mm-hmm. Um All right, let's move into some other news. Like I said, we have a hard out today. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe we can do some um well, fuck it with black people maybe. We'll do that. Okay. Uh or the short one. There we go. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's get to Quando Rondo's favorite segment, of course. Fucking with black people. <laughs> Nick Cannon and Zeus are in hot water for dark skin versus light skin Vegas event. I know who Nick Cannon is. Who's the other person? 
what other person? I didn't name any other people. You said Nick Cannon and Zeus? Zeus is a network. Oh, okay. I uh, didn't know. Jocelyn Hernandez, uh, it's like a, Zeus is like a problematic streaming service. It's where black oh. people's problematic shit goes when it can't make Tubi. Okay, because when you said that, I thought that was a person. That's right. my my bad. No, you didn't know, and you, you, you love not knowing. That's fine. <laughs> the comedian partnered with streaming platform for this week's Las Vegas event titled Bad versus Wild, Dark Skin versus Light Skin. The fact that anyone... Gender wars. Isn't, well, it's, no, it's not men versus women. Dark skin versus light skin. It's all women. Oh, 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 you just want people to fight. Yeah. Performance by Sukihana. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know if these are like comedians, Instagram models, if it's supposed to be like. Why is it like a rap wild, battle? I don't know if it's supposed to, Well, it might be like Wild and Out, which is what he ah, does. Ah, okay. Um, but yeah, it's dark skin versus light skin, Las Vegas, bad versus wild uh want to join our audience for free join the audience and then links and the physical location Look like this is like a thing for like the strippers like everybody come out and watch the strippers this is also one of the problems with the like <laughs> i get that they're a black network with zeus and we're supposed to be like going up for them because they black people but you know, one of the problems is with reality TV type of this type of content, which is what a lot of their stuff is, there is no baseline. There is no lever they won't pull to just be like, fuck it. As long as y'all will watch it, we'll put it on. No matter how fucked up this idea is, Nick Cannon, uh, uh, who has spoken at length about colorism and self-hate within the African-American community, um, is like, I'll profit off of this now. Mm. right um he since deleted the post though the damage is already done zeus also altered the flyer removing dark skin versus light skin line and replacing it with chocolate goddesses versus caramel goddesses god damn it you son of a motherfucking bitch <laughs> that was like we'll take it away just sprinkle some sugar on it what yeah. is this make it worse <laughs> it's like it's like they punched it up to make it worse dark chocolate versus right white chocolate let's what? just let's just compare women black women to food that's what that's worked so well in the past <laughs> right oh my god what's next ebony versus ivory <laughs> god damn man this is terrible that's hilarious and especially with this old fake ass mr popo hat wearing ass trying to be uh pro-black you know, DJ Freedom, Freedom ass nigga trying to trying to act like he doing something. That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, what the fuck is wrong with him, man? It's like, oh, so much self hate to even be involved with some shit like this. I know if you bring it up and be like, man, what? Who are you doing this for? White people? He'll, you know, we in this shit together. My nigga right there, shit. Say fuck them white people. Fuck them white people. <laughs> Them. Yeah, you fed them, but did you feed them freedom? No, we fed them chocolate yeah. and caramel. Okay, we didn't feed them freedom, just chocolate and caramel. <laughs> Goddesses. We know how you felt the first time you wrote it. We're not dumb. 
<laughs> you can't just switch the words up. It's like, oh, he meant it in a good way, y'all. He didn't mean dark skin versus light skin. He meant chocolate goddesses. Versus, oh, God, this is everything I hate about hotels. All the fake, the fake love of women that, you know, that still keep you in your place. But it's like, my beautiful ebony queen, uh, you don't mind. You see, a brother need to have more than one earth, okay? He need to have, I need to be able to be fruitful and multiply with my seed. I'm like, wait, mm-hmm. you're just telling me you're going to cheat. <laughs> you just use a bunch of flowery language to be like, I'm not going to be faithful to you. That's not, Mm-mm. you're not actually complimenting anybody right now. You just, you said some pimp shit, but then you said, uh, you, 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 you use some type of analogy to the, the number seven as a number of completion as if that's part of it. Fuck out of my face. Uh, Karen, zero to a hundred. <laughs> This right here is going to get a Jakaris. It sounds like it's just screwed up all the way around. Mm-hmm. Sound like the promotion was bad. The thought process was bad. The, none of the women on the post was probably in the room making these decisions. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, it that's another good point. It, does, it doesn't make any this sense. Is like, this is like when a porn actress does a scene, but then they post a scene and the scene like description or the company, you're like, what the fuck is that? Right. You know, it's like, oh, old ugly bitches. I'm like, oh, uglybitches.com. That's not that I I wasn't here for that part of the decision. I wouldn't have done a scene for old ugly bitches.com. Yes. And I guarantee- Why are you fucking getting away with this? And I guarantee you, it wouldn't be surprising if this shit may not have even been promoted to them like this. Yeah, I guarantee I bet they was because you know how people was tagging them. Hey girl, what you yes. doing in this? And they go, well, I thought it was something else. Like, yeah, I'd said, but I just wanted to work with Nick Cannon. Like, the fuck is this? Uh, and the the fact that you're like a a game a gatekeeper type of dude. And the uh, this always just reminds me how little white people know about black people off the clock, basically. Like, right. He's on America's Got Talent, but like, if he was on America's Got, if if who's the other motherfucker? Ryan Seacrest is on America's Got Talent, and we found out he was doing this in his off time. He would be canceled yes he would be they would be like there is if he no- had a blondes versus brunettes they'd be like bitch what is you doing right like if he just was involved in some super sleazy shit they'd be like you can't do this job Mm-mm. but like the lowered expectations of like blackness dudes hide behind that shit and be like uh i'm a black man y'all don't understand my culture this is fine it's like ask some other black people it's not fine <laughs> ask some ask somebody else but uh yeah i give it a jacar it's just uh, I actually I give it a hundred. Not your cars because Nick Cannon's name being associated immediately makes me be like, this was never to be taken seriously. Mm-mm. But oh my god, it's still so fuck. This the fact that he will make a speech at some point, being pro black next week, and we're just and I'm just like, but you did this dumb shit, Mister Pro Black. Uh, Doja Cat. Okay, what about her? She warns white people to wash their mouths during concert. Watch a wash. Watch. Watch. Okay. Um, she's on tour right now across the United States. Um, uh, most recently, she prefaced, pre- prefaced her performance of the track Ain't Shit with a bit of a warning to the Caucasian people in the crowd. Let me see if I could play it for y'all and put it on the screen. Um, but uh, I find this hilarious that she's doing this. So this is the... Three, So I guess watch your mouth if you're white. 
So I don't know what the song lyrics are. So I don't know if yeah, I don't. It's some racial either. shit in the song. She's like, if you white, don't say it. Um, but <laughs> but we've also covered story after story with her mm-hmm. kicking it with white supremacy. Yeah, that t-shirt controversy. The her, t-shirt. Her, what, ain't she the one with her feet? Oh, that's somebody the else. The racial chat rooms. Okay. I, the, the feet thing is a part of a joke, but mm-hmm. she was in the, the chat room piling around with these people. She, of course, she made a song called about Dindu, which is a, it's so, it's so, it's so deep cut white supremacy you have oh. to be kicking it with those kind of people to oh. make that song and think that's funny. Because I like because a dindu, you don't know what dindu is, right? Mm-mm. Okay, we covered this on the show a long time ago. Anyway, a dindu it is what they could basically call black people killed by the police, and what they say black people say after the police kill us, which is he didn't do nothing. So it's like didn't she made a song about that? Like she wow. and there's more stuff that she's done, you know, but. She will continue to exist and thrive. You know, I'm not, I have complicated feelings about her, but not that complicated because I have said over and over, my whole life, rappers just been like this. Right. She's just a different version of the same, like, I'm problematic. People like my music. Nothing's going to happen to me. Mm -mm. And maybe to some people, they even see it as progress. Like, finally, a black woman can be terrible and, Nothing will happen to her. Only thing I ever said about her that I did want, and I will always make this point, don't put her shit on black dudes. That's all I'm asking. We are not the ones, like, making her be immune to to criticism and critique and and being held accountable. We're not, that's not us. Look at who she works with, mm-hmm. who she features with. Those are black women. Look at look at the people that, that share her shit. The, and that, and like I said, that could be equality because black men for so long in hip hop have been the the ones with the sole right to be like, we don't care that this person's fucked up. We gonna fuck with them anyway. Now I think black women have a version of that with you know Nikki and and her and some other people where it's like we've reached a level of influence within the culture that if we say the person, yeah, sure, she racist, okay. Sometimes she says fucked up shit about black people. We like her music. She's that talented. Uh, but I think it's interesting that she tries to warn the white fans. I don't know if she's trying to come home or what, but you never know. You know, it's just funny. Like, oh, you don't want the white, you uncomfortable with white people being racist, white supremacists on a t shirt ass nigga. Okay. Anyway, zero to 100. This a 25, just a little fuck with, but not that funny. I don't really care because I don't really follow her like that. I don't, you know. I'm not, I haven't listened, really sit down and listen to her music. I'm pretty sure she done has some bops. And I go, that's my jam. But I don't be knowing who be making songs, y'all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm pretty sure I probably heard a song or two. If you play it, I'd be like, I know that song. But I don't follow her her particular music like that. Yeah, uh, I give it like 50. Yeah, I'm not that fucked with by it. I, like I said, she's just generally like a person that just does fuck shit and just gets away with it so uh, but like I said could be equality if you think about it I mean how many fuck niggas do I listen to well I'm like that person says and does terrible shit all the time yep. people still fuck with them mm-hmm. Kanye West is definitely upheld by black dudes he has said way worse shit than even she did and we just hold her we like it's fine slavery was a choice people still want to work with him go look at his album and his features 
People don't care. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's just ascended to that level. It's a South African black woman <laughs> has has been able to be like, you N-words. Anyway, uh, white people, y'all can't say it. Uh, all right let's go to uh the final segment like i said we got to get out of here so let's do some guess the race and then we'll uh wrap this up we should have enough time for this okay it's time to guess the race 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 all right, guess the race time. Two arrested after. What? How old is this? No, this, I guess it's fairly new. Okay, wow, I thought this was like the same story from a long time ago. But okay, two arrested after brawl erupts on Fort Myers Beach over roaming chickens. So I guess it's a different chicken-related Florida. <laughs> Apparently crime. so. Got a lot of chickens going on down there. <laughs> Uh, cause you know, I, I remember, you know, chickens are dying every day, people at churches, Popeyes and Kentucky fried chicken. Really? You know, that, that, that was my man. I guess, uh, mm-hmm. we'll hear, listen to this guy. Everybody liked him. No. Now let me know if the audience can't hear this, but I'm on Firefox today. So I believe you should be able to hear it. Okay. So uh, we've had, there's been numerous complaints. <laughs> assault. Get off of him. <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> you are this was no game of chicken it was a (laughs) of course news do do you think that we would have done it too chicken i won't be fooled again (laughs) yes put your glasses on fight over chickens they got into a beef over poultry and it ended with two men wrestling on the ground on fort myers beach you know the writers had a ball NBC2 Sarah Metz is on Miramar Street tonight. And Sarah, I've been doing this for a long time. I don't think I've ever seen people arrested in a fight over chickens. I don't think I have either, but mark this as your first because we just heard back from the Lee County Sheriff's Office. Two people were arrested in this chicken fight. And when you hear chicken fight, you often think of people in a pool wrestling, trying to get the other one down. Well, this was just not that. These people were throwing fists. They were on the ground. And all of this ended with some cuffs slapped on their wrist. Feathers were definitely ruffled on Friday. Get off of him! You crazy! You are nuts! Neighbors on Miramar Street tell me the beef behind these videos lie with the poultry. So we're getting rid of the roosters and the chickens. No, you're not. And we've. Theft. You and just took talked- something that does not belong to you. What is that called? Neighbors say they saw chickens roaming the streets for weeks. I saw six. Some people like them, others not so much. As somebody who's lived here for many, many years, have you ever seen chickens here? No. I've seen a lot of stuff, but never chickens. The town of Fort Myers Beach says they knew about the chickens and they've been working to find solutions. But today, these chickens created chaos. No, I got the, was I was just them. talking. So we've, they've had numerous would complaints like, on Fort like Myers Beach. Last time I checked, out? everybody liked them. No, we've had, there's been numerous complaints. Assault. Hey. Okay. Okay. Oh. Hey. Hey. Stop. Now, what's interesting is there's multiple people with their phones out, but the video is taken from the phone 
and then slapped out of the person's hand. Then you see the person being pushed over the phone as they fight. Then there's another angle from somebody up on like a balcony or something that's capturing the whole fight from up there. Like everyone, the got editing. The so somebody got a beautiful this is amazing. But when these cameras stopped rolling, ours kept going, capturing the chickens' exit. Three of them were escorted out one by one and placed into the back of the domestic animal services van. The Lee County Sheriff's Office also showed up, and these pictures show what looks like two men from the video being detained. Okay, so right now you're looking at this tree sitting off of Miramar Street, and you can see actually right now, off to the left, there is a rooster that is popping its head out. That is where three roosts or three chickens still remain. Um, they are going in and out of that bush and coming over here to this pot of water. This was put out by the neighbor, and I'm told that this was the start of all of that fight. Now we do know that two people were arrested. We're still working to learn the identities of them at this time. We're looking. All right, maybe they should go ask the rooster and see what they have to say. I say, I say, I say, oh, they don't got the sense that God gave a cassava melon. Uh, Karen, guess the race. Oh, everybody, this is white. All right, Karen's going with white. All right, looks like those chickens finally came home to roost. Okay, if you know what I'm saying. There was a lot of clucking going on. Mm -hmm. Like a birds of a feather stick together. Uh, uh. They were chicken-headed to jail. All right, that's enough. <laughs> uh, the news did it. We had to do it. Egg scored. It was amazing. Yes. KFC white meat white. Calls roosters cocks white. <laughs> white. Those are absolutely country-ass white people. Egg whites. White excellent white. Country-ass whites. Chickens die every day. Be white. White flight. This is all white meat takeout. The correct answer is white. Now, I can show y'all a little bit of the video, too. Uh, but these are the two dudes that got arrested for the chicken fight. Ooh, I look like an elf on them ears. <laughs> but this is what I find interesting. Like, look at this video. No, we said there's been numerous complaints. Oh, shit. Get off of him. Then it switches to this. You are nuts. All right. Stop. She, stop. Stop it right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Cut the crap. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next one. Um, let's see. Uh, police custodian contained contaminate a custo custodian contaminated school food with personal body fluids and bleach. What? Well, you gotta clean up the personal body fluids, so you put the bleach in there. Uh, a New Jersey school custodian used bleach and personal body fluids to contaminate food products and utensils intended for elementary school students. Oh, so apparently fuck them kids. Literally. Giovanni Impelizieri, 25, is facing multiple felony counts after allegedly recording himself performing sexual acts with oh. items from the school. Recording himself. Impelizieri, uh, seen at right, posted extremely disturbing videos to Telegram, prompting several tips to be sent to the officials at the school. What the fuck is a Telegram? Is that a website or something? It's a social media. 
As detailed in shocking probable cause in a shocking probable cause affidavit, videos obtained by police showed Impelizari uh, using various utensils and items from the school to wipe his penis, testicles, and anus. Additionally, what? he could be seen masturbating and urinating on pillows and kitchen bowls, <gasps> and spraying bleach on cucumbers later served to students. As if that was not revolting enough, there's more. Multiple pieces of bread he used to wipe his anus and genitals before putting the bread back into the container to later be served to children. Oh, my God. I know those children were sick. Yeah, I bet you they probably had a bunch of children randomly get sick and nobody pieced that shit together. He's worked. <laughs> I mean, it is cafeteria food, so maybe they didn't notice. Uh, Impelizari has worked for the Upper Deerfield School District since 2019. He's currently locked up in the Cumberland County Jail. Guess the race. I'm white. Karen's going with white for this one. Um, my goodness. My goodness. Italian white, nasty ass in Jersey, right? Uh, was it Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Yep. Um, <laughs> damn dog, I shouldn't have turned. Oh wait, okay, I don't know what that means. White, gross ass white, white. Next season of the bear white. <laughs> Next season of the bear white. Oh no, nasty Italian meatball white. Italian. Correct answer is white. <laughs> It's like, dog, I'm already eating cafeteria food. Calm right, down. which is the most flavorless shit ever. Isn't this punishment enough? Right. On Telegram? Well, for who? For what? Right. Some shit ain't nobody ever heard of before. Well, that's why he thought he could get away with it. Oh, but apparently enough people know enough about social media. But like, you can't do this. Everything on the internet is for real. Yes, it is. Like, I get that the internet feels like a fake place. But it's if you put some shit on there, it's, that is evidence of a crime. <laughs> yes, it is. Ask them people on Facebook to be fighting this shit. If you want to get away with a crime, put it in rap lyrics. That's the way, okay? <laughs> that's the way That's the way to do it. That's what the woke people are fighting about now. So you just got to, you know, put it, put some beats under that shit and then be like, you know, rub my ass on a slice of bread, you know? <laughs> uh, put a beat on it because fuck the feds. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to uh, the final segment. Karen's two for two. Yay! Bonus round. That bitch was white. I ain't racist. How can I be racist about anybody or anything in my life? How can I? Just call them niggas. Just call them niggas. It's time to get go. During a drunken outburst Friday evening, a man threw gator nuggets into a Florida restaurant and then proceeded to sexually molest a manatee mannequin in front of the staff and patrons of the establishment. What? Fuck, <laughs> them alligator bites? I'll fight you over that. And you wonder why the next Grand Theft Auto takes place in Florida. Child, I get a bite. I think we've had them before. They're absolutely delicious. Investigators say Anthony Mike. That's what Karen took from that. Investigators say <laughs> Anthony <laughs> Michael. Anthony Michael Lessa, 23, was intoxicated when he caused a disturbance at Rick's Reef, a St. Petersburg seafood joint. Lessa, cops allege, was throwing gator nuggets found in his right pants pocket upon arrest. <laughs> Who puts the nuggets in their pocket? In the pants. 
pocket. When employees confronted him about flinging the nuggets, he became belligerent and advanced on the life-size manatee. Well, at least it wasn't a person. At least it was not a person. Uh, no, as for those airborne gator bites, think chicken nuggets, but instead made with alligator meat. Oh, we know what you were putting, mm-hmm. saying. Um, I mean, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. To the to the shock and likely amusement of onlookers, Lessa, seen at the right, went on to sexually molest the mannequin, which was has been known to wear a t-shirt promoting the consumption of tacos. <laughs> what did it have on? Apparently, I guess a I shirt don't that know. says, "Did someone say tacos?" <laughs> he was trying to see that pink taco. Apparently, so or whatever color the taco is on a manatee. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, after running from the eatery, uh, Lisa, Lessa, cops charge, caused a disturbance at a nearby hotel where he yelled and cursed at a front desk worker and stood in the parking lot yelling obscenities. Now, why am I in it? I'm just trying to check people in the hotel. This sounds like he was trying to get five stars on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. He was about to have everybody after him. When police arrived at the scene, he exhibited multiple signs of intoxication, kept asking why he was being arrested. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Charged with disorderly intoxication and disturbance, he was booked in a jail on a misdemeanor count. Uh, according to his LinkedIn page, he's a student pilot who is attending a flight school. No. Mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm. No, sir. You do not get to be any type of plane. Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, he attended- you can't even act right on the ground. Why, why, why we gonna, how are we going to put you up in the air? Right. Uh, he attended West Virginia University, gave his home address as Families Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania residence. Karen, guess the race. What's his name again? I'm a his name is Anthony Michael Lessa. White. Karen's going with white. Let's check the chat room. All that action, definitely white. Yeah, that was a lot of, a lot of action. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that sound like uh, when white people get uh, tore up on, on that rock gut. <laughs> yeah. Maybe making up shit. Uh, let's see. Pilot, and he's already alcoholic. He'll fit in. <laughs> ah! uh, white, white, white on meth. Buddy, you're grounded. White. That's a good one. Anthony Michael Manatee Molester White. White Rage. Impossible, stupid white man. GTA, GTA 6 character White. The correct answer is uh, niggas ain't wasted food White. The correct answer is White. <laughs> Congrats on going three for three, Karen. Woohoo! He did that. That's him right there. That poor manic was minding his business. Mm-hmm. I just wonder how he did it. <laughs> right? It's like, ooh. TikTok, you don't stop. <laughs> I hear you calling me, girl. Mm-hmm. Let me suck them manatees. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so quiet? Say something to me, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you come here often? <laughs> Uh, this is a wet t-shirt contest i see because mm-hmm. <laughs> you always wet because you a manatee <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh all right let's go to the final thing sword ratchetness like we're gonna get out here on time the manatee had already had a, been spoken for ah possibly they would be like what your manatee got to do with me i got a manatee <laughs> i'm not trying to hear that see <laughs> at all 
Uh, a man is facing charges after bringing a sword and several other bladed weapons to the Manitowoc Police Department. Oh, white. You must have wanted to go to jail in the most expedient way possible. <laughs> yes! You went, I was like, we ain't got to do no, no <laughs> open and shut case, Johnson. Right. This is a possession ah! and you still have it on you. <laughs> Officers are looking on the security camera live feed when the man standing in front of the department's entrance around 1 p.m. Monday, December 11th. In the daytime? Yeah, this happened today. They noticed an 18-year-old man appeared to have a sword slung on his back, so they went out to see why. Uh, the man told police someone he knew was locked up and he wanted to know what happened. The officer was able to get the man to place a sword on the ground along with a dagger and three additional li- knives. Goddamn. Yeah, some kunai. <laughs> Did the village send him? What the hell is right. this? Did they have like... Did it come with a scroll? Japanese writing on them and shit. They started <laughs> right? exploding. The man was then taken into custody without a uh, further incident. While speaking with police, the man admitted to consuming six to eight twisted teas. Oh, the twisted oh. teas do it to you. But then he changed the number to 12. Oh, 12 twisted te- Oh, I'll run up on the police for 12 twisted teas. You probably had to drink 12 twisted teas to get drunk. Child, that yeah. stuff is lightweight. He's like, I'm going to get a Maru out of jail. <laughs> uh, when, when asked why... He was armed so heavily, he told police that his opponents had mugged him in the past. Not his opponents. The ops? <laughs> he said opponents. The other village? What is happening here? Right. He's like, uh, y'all ain't heard about the, the wind village? <laughs> because them motherfuckers are out of control. Okay? Y'all, y'all ain't heard of the village in the mountains? Right. Sir. I was coming out here to get my mentor out in the Hidden Mist Village might have showed up. Right? And I, now I got to pull out my kunai. So, you know, I had to bring, I had to be weaponed up. Y'all didn't see this rain, the Hidden Rain Village. They coming, y'all. Police like, you ain't heard of guns? <laughs> uh, he was charged with one count each of misdemeanor and felony bail jumping. Bail yeah, jumping. somebody should have said, sir, you can't jutsu your way out of this. Right. <laughs> Start making them hand signs when they came to arrest him. Uh, all right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all, and we'll be back with more episodes throughout the week. Uh, until next time, uh, don't forget to also check out if you're a premium person, check out the feed. There's stuff in there all the time. We just did a movie review for Candy Cane Lane, mm-hmm. the Eddie Murphy Amazon Prime Reginald Hudlin joint. Uh, we did it last night, so you can check out that review. And we got other reviews coming soon. I just finished Oppenheimer. Only took me seven days to watch it. And um, uh, there's another movie on Netflix I watched. So we and and me and Justin have screeners and stuff so we'll be reviewing all the artsy fartsy films mm-hmm. uh this this chris this uh holiday this december so all right y'all until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.